All right. It's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's do this. A lot of times I'm driving, there's nothing to do, and I shuffle through the radio before I unglue. There's a lot of red on ways, it's traffic, I'm screwed, and I'm wired a bit different than a regular dude. It's not a bad thing, I embrace it, it's true. The radio don't stimulate brain chemistry fluid. The Buddha found nirvana and the four noble truths. Through a meditative process, right action he proved. For me, I require the use of a tool, a detector, pin, pointer, shovel, and beach scoop. I'm meant to work the dirt with my history crew, but everywhere I look, my interest taboo. Most people choose Bieber over Tippy Canoe. Huh. What does a detectorist listen to when the radio is full of bad music and news? I need an alternative for, for me to, to peruse. peruse. Beyond Sight and Sound gets fantastic reviews. A metal detecting show where my thought bubble brews. Are you looking for a high quality beach and sand scoop? Are you trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American based company that stands behind their product? and everything they sell. Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap those small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoop's company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. ExtremeScoops.com That's X-T-R-E-M-E Scoops.com 
Hey boys and girls, we are going to talk about SMW Shooters and Prospectors. What is SMW Shooters and Prospectors? We at SMW Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing review from our happy customer, Jackie Sparrow. Chocolate ship shape and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to buy everything that I needed at prices that were shillings less than others. I found my nine pieces of meat in no time. Savvy? I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at SW Shooter and Prospectors? Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one-on-one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you always dreamt of being a pirate, contact Chuck at SNW Shooters and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. I pass rum, not included. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right, the fine print's out of the way. It's time to roll with the show. We're back. We're live. Once again, you are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, Metal Detecting and Treasure Running Radio for all the really cool digging people out there. And as I look into the chat, I see Dennis is in Detecting Addicts. We've got Tim in, Ill Digger in the house. Mike Lockwood, Bill, Scotty D., who can forget Scotty D, Detecting Addicts, Chuck, Chuck is in the house, uh, looks like Kevin is in, good to see Kevin, definitely, and you know, I don't know if I mentioned it after uh, DTH or not. But, uh, actually got to spend quite a bit of time with Kevin. Uh, actually, uh, let's see, would have been Saturday evening. He had, uh, we had all got together and went out to eat at a place called Tap House. I believe, or Corner Tap. Corner Tap, I think it was. Either way, good burgers. (laughs) definitely some good eating and uh it was definitely uh very very nice to be able to hang out with kevin like that obviously it was just half of the squatch brothers and it would have been great to see jesse too but one of these days (laughs) one of these days we'll catch them both at the same time, and oh my God, hopefully people are ready for it. Have them both in the same place, man. But yeah, definitely great to uh, spend some time with Kevin, and obviously Dennis to his his wife made some just 
absolutely phenomenal caramels. Oh my god, those things were awesome. So, kudos to Dennis's wife. I mean, that... Uh, Tam even makes her own caramels homemade. And Tam was raving about Dennis's wife's caramels. Uh, apologies, I, the name escapes me right now. Her name escapes me, so I'm just referring to her as Dennis's wife. But, uh, phenomenal caramels. Very nice to meet her and get to see Dennis and all of that from DTH. And and that's one of the reasons why we like to uh, do these uh, events. I mean, it's, it's not necessarily for the fines, anything like that. I mean, honestly, uh, Swing Into Summer last year and DTH this year, I did zero hunting. Zero. I mean, I know I could have got out there and did some hunting, but, uh, I don't know. We were just having fun getting to, uh, meet up with old friends, make new friends, uh, stuff like that. And that's why we, we do enjoy the events so much. And one of these days when I get some, uh, Marsha, Marsha is his wife's name. Thank you, Dennis. <laughs> I mean, really, I, I did not mean to be disrespectful. I just, I couldn't, I, the, the, the name was right there, but I, I just, I couldn't get it. Very, very nice to meet your wife, though. Very nice to, uh, meet Marsha. And we got to see Tom and Ann Kingery and just lots of people, you know. See Crazy Spider again and Chuck and always a good time to see Chuck again. Either way, uh, I digress. Welcome to Celeste as well. I see she's dropped in. Uh, the Bortners are in. And I have not dropped a link anywhere. See, this is why it pays to follow the show. Check in. Uh, I had planned on dropping a link. I was very tied up this afternoon and ran right up to the last minute. So I did not have time to drop a link. So for those that have dropped in, hmm. Well, I guess uh, maybe it's your lucky night. That's about all I can say on that. So, links first and foremost. Well, we did have a... Uh, I don't know. A little bit of a snafu right before the show, and we had to reboot and everything. Hopefully the audio is now working. It was not uh, earlier when I come in, and that's why you do sound checks. I mean, 
I came in, fired it up, went to go live, and I'm going, uh, wait a minute, something is not right here. So, uh, we're hoping, I mean, according to my bars, everything seems to be working. And we'll see how it goes, but hopefully it all seems to be working. And it looks like the lines are working too, because I see we've got Chuck in. How's it going, I Chuck? I'd try it. <laughs> Just to see, make sure. You said you had snafus again. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people probably could have heard me, and they probably could have heard you, but I'm uh, not sure if I could hear anything. I don't know. Uh, it's just one of those odd gremlins that pop up from time to time where you've got to go in and hit a few buttons, and hopefully everything works and all of that, which is why the, uh, which is why the, uh, bumpers were so long tonight. No, I didn't hit an extra button, Bill. I did that intentionally to give people time to, uh, mm. hopefully get the notification and come into the chat. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no, that DTH and... Swing in the summer and those type of events, you know, all our, we get to meet and put faces to names that we see on the computer and chats and that kind of stuff and some of their pictures and and eat good food and hang out with great folks. So you can't beat that weekend. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's one of the reasons why we <laughs> enjoy the events, too. It's uh... that was good. I ended up going out. Sunday morning, and I got over there, and Frank Juarez was running his manicure, and he come over and he had a handful. He said, this is what they missed. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, he was cleaning he was house. Happy camper. Of course, he camped down there. He got up early and went out. And um, I went out and got a few things, and then got some wild silver deep, and uh, the 900 was singing good songs. Hey, you can't beat that. No, not at all. And um, Frank, your shirt shipping, and there'll be one going to Mike Lockwood. Oh, I'm sending Mike a shirt. He does a lot for everybody on our channels here. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah. I only had one small one. I think he takes a small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. So that'll go out to Mike for all the donations to the Central Illinois group and our groups and over on DA. That's pretty cool, Mike. Yeah, he he does do a lot, and we certainly appreciate the uh, support. Uh, actually, he's I think he's been getting a kick out of these giveaways because he's been posting recaps of the show over in uh, Central Illinois. And yeah. I mean, he's he's been what? running a tally, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he knows who's got what and everything, and it's worked out pretty nice for me because I haven't even had to uh, ship anything, message anything, nothing. I mean, they've all messaged Mike, and Mike's taking care of it. And Mike is uh, a good supporter of all of us in our hobby out there, and uh, 
Yeah. So I want to say to him a shirt. I think he needs an XL. Right, Mike? Yes, <laughs> no? Mike's probably going, uh, you might want to go bigger. Yeah. What do you need, Mike? XL? 2XL? That's as big as it go. Right. But I or... had a lot of shipping to do this morning on top of being down. We had to do uh, ladder tests on trucks today. and uh, Oh, so it's been a busy day for you, so too. All caught up on testing. Everything's running. At least an XL. 2XL, Mike says. <laughs> Barb uh, told him 2X. He's going 2XL. <laughs> right. These are right. 100% cotton, Mike. So if you accidentally wash it hot and dry it from 2XL to maybe a medium. Right. It'll suddenly turn into a cooling towel. So cold wash. <laughs> yes. Cold wash, line dry. Yep. Just in case. Just to be on the safe Just side. Just in case. Just in case. So I haven't seen Frank post anything up yet. He was going to test a Xterra, Xterra Pro, Pro on that. Yeah, with the silver stack test. roll, silver quarter roll. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. He he was going to do that. I don't know that he's had time to do that yet. Um. But I'm sure he will get to it. Right. Right. So. Ha! <laughs> oh, it doesn't get it till tomorrow. We'll have to wait till Sunday. I just oh. got a couple of them in. I was considering breaking one out, and I didn't do it. They had to go to the shop. And um, so I was waiting here. The feedback from our buddy Frank, so we'll have to wait a couple more days. Well, that's okay. That's worth the wait. Yeah, yeah, it is worth the wait because, like I said, we've we've seen before where some machines struggle with that. And, like I said, sometimes it's just something as simple as maybe changing the frequency or changing your hump pattern, uh, your discrimination pattern, something like that, where if we know that this could possibly be an issue, if there's a workaround that we can find for it, hey, all that much better for the Xterra Pro users. Uh, Because I've seen, like, well, back in the day, the White's DFX, it would hit them. You know, I was supposed to go out with a gent the other day over in Clinton that bought an Xterra Pro from me, and he called me up. He said, it's just too dry. We had a spot uh, we were going to go, and he went and checked. He said, it's rock hard. So I said, all right, cancel it until we do get some rains here. Maybe because uh, we're bone dry, and I know most of the state is in Iowa. Uh, right. Yeah, so I well, even attempted to push a shovel in the ground. Over here, I'm still busy battling rabbits and working on fencing, but we have gotten... So watch out for them rabbits. Yeah, yeah, we've we've never had an issue like this in the past, but we've got more rabbits now than we've ever seen, and we've got more garden out than we've ever had. 
so we're <laughs> trying to do i mean i've put out garlic i've put out uh decoys i've put out uh soap uh i've i've even went as far as to order ultrasonic pest repellents yeah and hopefully that'll take care of them, but we are also in the process of putting up fencing. That's why there was no link tonight, because I was trying to get as much of that fencing attached to posts as I could. Dennis is saying the hard ground's great for a golf game. Gets a lot of carry on that hard ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Lots we have... carry. We have actually gotten a little bit of rain, and thankfully that's been exactly what it is. It, it wasn't thunderstorms. It was oh, a good, good soaking rain, because right now, as dry as the ground is, you don't want a storm. Yep. No downpours. We need Run. good soaking rains. Yep. They were talking possibly a little more showers here. We've had a couple sprinkles. I mean, a tenth of an inch. That's nothing. It, it, it it, it steams off. It doesn't go in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and and that's what we've been seeing too. I mean, we'll have a a rain shower come through. It'll stop raining. A few minutes later, we'll go outside to see. Okay, did it have any effect? And the ground doesn't look like you did anything to it because it just it soaks it right in, and we oh. still don't have the moisture in the ground that we need. Thanks. Frank's little buddy Steve's in the house. Oh, Steve's in the house. Welcome, Steve. Yeah. He was going to do a uh, ring hunt with Ed the last we had heard from him. I'm not sure how that went. We'll have to get a report here. Yeah, maybe Steve can throw something up in the they chat. Talk about or... metal detecting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep, because I know he was he was going to take the dais to. Uh, it was in water, if I remember right. It was at the end of a dock, so I mean I'm not sure what hey, he sort was of. Going to have somebody help him. That Steve thought it'd be pretty mucky there. <laughs> it's not good for Steve. Right? Yeah, he was going to have he uh, he actually gave Ed Kropsky a call. Yep. And when it comes to finding rings, Ed does a very good job. He's yep. very methodical, very working thorough. Mud. Yeah, working is tough. It is. It is. It. It's something else. I mean, there's been times where I've been out in our mud puddle, and I, you get into some spots, you you sink into the mud halfway up your calf. Yep. Oh, I've found places here in the old Mississippi. It's a little deeper than that, even me. Yeah. Yep. And you really got to watch where you step because some of those areas, you just don't know how deep it goes. Well, there's Lauren O'Reilly in the house. She hasn't been here for a while. She's been gardening. Well, I can understand that. We've been trying to protect gardening. <laughs> yeah. My biggest problem was our strawberry crop was invaded by raccoons. And they love strawberries more than I do, evidently, because they're getting into them. Wow. And I haven't been able to be out there to give them a little bit of a lead poisoning. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I'll tell you what, that's what I'd like to hear them rabbits. But Tanner uh, said after some critters too, the same way. Yeah, that's I was ready for that too with them rabbits. But Tam says, "Nope, that's not the way to do it." Well, okay, there you go. I'll trap them then, or or try this ultrasonic. And if the ultrasonic works, great. If not, well, I may have to paint a couple of them. I still yeah, got paint they got repellent sprays out there. I don't know how well they work. You used to use fox urine. You could buy it, mm-hmm. and that does a pretty good job. Yeah, they they've got some products out there like Liquid Fence and things like that that some people say work great. Other people say they don't work so well. Uh, same thing with the ultrasonics, though. Some people rave over them. Other people say they don't work so well. So I ordered a couple of them. We'll see what happens. Get the uh, critter cam up and see if they're getting in and where, what direction they're getting in from so we know where to go looking. Right. So, well, let's hope we get a, a bit of rain across the board here. I know down south, down in Mississippi and up in parts of Tennessee, they got some really nasty stuff. Uh, what state well, was it? We don't need nothing like that. Five-inch hailstone. It set the tied the state record for size. Wow! Yeah, they, that was on the news tonight. I'm like, ooh, five-inch. That come right through the roof. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's unfortunate for them. Um, <laughs> but we don't need nothing like that. DA reports a bar of Irish Spring prevents the moose from eating their gardens. We don't have moose problem. Our critters are smaller. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I've I've heard that the Irish Spring works. Um, I even went and bought, I think we bought a 12-pack uh, of bars of Irish Spring. And we put them in little satchels, basically, uh, hanging there with the tomatoes and stuff like that. And... I'll tell you what, we, we put up a five-foot deer fence last week. Brand new, you know, $100 worth of fencing. Got it up, and a rabbit chewed a hole right through it. Went past two or three of the stakes of Irish Spring and ate every cantaloupe plant it could get. <laughs> So apparently, Irish <laughs> Spring doesn't Irish work. Spring doesn't take care of them all. No. So and uh, DA says moose is tasty. Yes, it is. I've ate. Yeah. There moose when I'm up there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't seem to work for these critters, though. So hopefully, the ultrasonics will. Um, We'll see what happens. I've not talked to anybody that's used ultrasonics in their garden, so I don't know if it'll work or if it won't, but we'll give it a shot anyway. I've had too many rabbit problems or squirrel problems. The local fox family's been taking care of that. Ah, I see. Steve Pacifico is in the house. How's it going, buddy? Mm -hmm. All right, listen. I want to get on this show early. I want to tell you something. Well, Larry, Even though, even though those aquatex sound really good, 
the guy that makes them is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> the man is ugly. No comment. The boy is ugly. <laughs> yeah, I just sold a couple pair of those. Uh, had a couple of the pros go out, and I'm recommending those to go with them, and they're buying them. Oh right. I love those things, man. You can't go wrong. And a lot of people that I've even recommended them to have come back to me and uh, said that, that they're awesome. Yeah, they, they are. Good headphones. They are. Who out there that I recommend? I tell them about the disclaimers. The are the second one. I tell them that, you know, the Aquatex are great, but the guy that makes them, ugly. Ugly. Oh, Lord. How did your ring hunt go? Did you go after that yet? So, you know, like I said, I I, I had Ed. I didn't bring Ed along. Ed kind of brung me. I, You know, I kind of turned it over to Ed because he's good. And we went there the first day. And yeah. he got in there with yeah. a CTX 3030 with a six-inch coil. And it was a very small area that this gentleman said he lost it in, kind of like a five-by-six area, we'll say. Nice. Okay. Way so, to narrow the field. It was it was a platinum ring, and and I I, I suggested the thirty thirty because I tell you what I've dug a lot of platinum rings, and they nail that machine at a twelve oh four. And I just, dude, if you get in there and you get a twelve oh four, I guarantee that's it. Well, let me tell you something. They didn't call him Mister Platinum for nothing. So. So he's in there, and I'm watching. I'm watching the screen every time. And let me tell you something, man. He got nothing, nothing even close to a ring. Oh, you know. And we were there a while. He got nothing close to a solid signal. It's pulling out some iron, but but the but the problem was the owner of the ring. I, I mean, unfortunately, Ooh. I hate hate to downplay ring finds because we want to go there and we want to so badly find. The item to the person. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but when it's not there, it it they don't believe you. They don't they don't believe that it's not there. And you're like, listen, we were out here for two hours more. We were we were there a while, and um, it wasn't there. So and was he off on him. where it went in? That's the big question. Well, he didn't even know where. He, he wasn't even sure. He said he was working Ed's, on the dock, and he heard. Oh. Ed's the type of guy, though, that if he didn't find it in the initial area, he would have expanded his grid. Well, let me tell you what he did do. Okay, this is something that no other ring finder would do, and 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 he's very diligent and and like a hound dog. He went he back is. two days. He went back two days later, and he went back with with I'll say a rake or a hoe. You know, not my wife. No. Um, a, a garden hose. Uh-huh. Uh, and he pulled all the mud out and screened it. Wow. And he said he left, he left nothing on the bottom but sand. That is so thorough. It, it, it's beyond thorough. And, uh, and, and the guy still didn't accept the fact that the ring was not there. He's like, I know it's there. I know, you know, and <laughs> it's just kind of, it's kind of like, like aggravating that, these yes, people it can't is. take they can't take the closure. Right. But he didn't really, didn't wasn't even really sure that he dropped it there. He's like he's like, Well, I put the ring in my pocket and 
and I put the shirt on and I went work and I, I heard Kaplunk. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't get it. There's, you know, we like, we sometimes we say there's more to the story, but to me, the guy seemed very diligent on believing the ring was there so that it was a genuine thought that yeah. he dropped it there. But nah, it wasn't there. It wasn't there. Mm. So, so basically the way it sounds to me is he put you in the wrong spot. And, and no. Lauren makes a comment, maybe another metal detectorist had been there and found it, but yeah, no, nothing, nothing, no, none of that. No, there's nothing, nothing really that weird about it. It's just, I guess he, he must've dropped it somewhere else. But the funny thing was, you know, we're out there, right? And Eddie's using his 30, 30. And, and the guy goes, oh, look at them headphones. I'm like, yes, yeah, sir. They're Aquatex. They're probably some of the best headphones out on the market. I said, but you gotta know the guy that makes them. Ugly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ugly. So, I mean, that's a true story. Everyone's yeah. asking about the Aquatex, and I tell them the same thing. There you yeah. go. And I know that there are a number of Xterra Pro users and Manicore users that they're looking for options of waterproof headphones, and right. that's that's what. Uh, that's what people are saying, you know, get Aquatech. I'm going to tell you something. The, the, you know, I always suggest waterproof headphones to people for a couple reasons. And the fact that if you go on a beach, the salt's not going to hurt them. You know, right. If Especially out, if you're in a saltwater environment, you should have waterproof headphones. Right. Now, you don't even have to be in the water, but, you know. No, I just mean is, on the beach because right, you know how that salt air is. But the all the headphones that that, that that companies put with their machines, yeah, they start out as big headphones, but you know they break easy. I, I don't know for some reason they're not as durable. They're just not as durable, and right. that's one of the reasons why I say you wear these things in the dirt too, because you never know if it's going to rain. You never know where your headphones are going to land, and they're and they're protected. And that's another that's reason why it took so long to get these to production. Uh, because Frank tried a number of shells or bands before he finally settled on something durable that was going to last. The real reason is is he's lazy and he's slow. Oh, I thought you were going to say the real reason is he's ugly. (laughs) The guy that makes him, he's ugly. (laughs) He's ugly. So... Um, we're going away. I'm going away this weekend to uh, an event in Durham, New York, at what's known as Lost Treasure Weekend at Blackthorn Resort. Oh, Blackthorn. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I know you guys have never been there, but I can tell you something. It's really, really fun the way it's set up. Um, it, there's a lot of camaraderie. So you wake up Friday morning, and they take you out to permissions that they've gotten and there has been some good things found on fridays you know because you know you're searching natural um one gentleman that's going found an, a, a, a large scent that we just got back from grading it was in 1810 over in 1809 it had a it had a anomaly about it and it's in great bracelet. um and, and there's a lot of things found so the potential is, fun, is there and it's fun. And they take us to a bunch of different spots. 
And that that, uh, 10 over 9 error, that's a nice find. Yes, it is. Now, let me ask you, how do they operate that? You pay pay a fee to go out with them? What do you do? Let me explain. This place is a resort in the Catskills. So you've got room. They room you. They feed you. There's a pool. Uh, They feed you breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So on Friday, when you're out hunting, you go to a park. And they cater the food at a pavilion at the park, and the food's great. Oh. So, so you hunt natural all day. And I think Friday night when you get back, after dinner, they have a nighttime hunt. They got a big field in the middle of their resort, and they see it. So they use quarters as tokens, and they see the field. And you're out there at night with the headlights. And it's really fun. Oh, cool. So there is a fee then. Oh, yeah. But it's very inexpensive. Yeah, you know, and, and what, I take my wife, we all sit around and talk. What is the, the fee, it, it, though? Well, it sounds like a nice weekend. You know what? I should tell you when I'm all done. I I don't think it's 600 per person. Well, it I, I, you don't call in and talk to us about it. That sounds like something that could be worth a road trip. It, yeah, it is. It's, it's, real, it's worth it, trust me. So then on Saturday, you wake up, you have breakfast, you have a seated hunt in the field, they feed you a nice barbecue lunch out at the pagoda at the pavilion. Yeah. Uh, then there's an afternoon hunt and you have dinner and everybody laughs and jokes and there's a bar there. So, so there's drinks and a band on Saturday night. And then Sunday you wake up, you have breakfast and you have your last hunt of the, of the weekend of the weekend. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. this is nice to well, you come in and you, you cash in your tokens. There's a, there's a lot of fun prizes you're not going to be a millionaire, but you're going to go home with a lot of fun and some things in your pocket. And, well, that's uh, what it's supposed to be about, Steve. Right. And now, you said this was how much? Wait, I'll tell you one second. After, after that, you can stay Sunday night for free and leave Monday, which is what we're going to do. Wow. So we have a good weekend. I, I don't... I, hate, I don't want to put a number on it because I don't know, and I can't find it on the web. Okay. I, I can tell you when I'm all done, I'll be more than glad to tell you what it was. Because if I sure. say 500 person, it's not. I I think I paid 700 last year for me, my wife, and granddaughter to go. Yeah, and but my wife which, is pull, get that may that may sound pricey to some people, but that covers yeah, but your room and your like food. food. Yeah, and hunting. It is. Yeah. It's all inclusive, and you know, it's all you pay. I think you pay like sixty dollars more to hunt. Which okay. Is, which is not because yeah. So because I buy one hunter, which is me and my wife. Uh, you know, I get her the. You know, she's in there too. So the rooms are pretty. Some room, the rooms grade differently. There's A, B, and C rooms. So whatever you get, you kind of you kind of get. But so yeah, it's kind of luck of the draw on the rooms. No, you know we've been going for you know last year was our first year getting an A room. Uh-huh. So you move up. The more years you go, you move up. But um, it's camaraderie, you know. Um, well, and I know. Make I know you've been doing Blackthorn for a while, and you always get a kick out of that. And I'm sure we'll see some go lives years, from yeah. you. Yeah. You know, the, the, I'm going to turn that in, and, but the thing is, it's always on Father's Day. Uh, so. And since all my babies out there don't know me because I ran 
before they were born. And I went, what? That's why Father's Day is kind of open to me. The rest, I'm hiding so they don't find me. There you go. I see. But it's a good Father's Day, you know? And now this year, my granddaughter decided not to go because she's 17 and seems to have a job and wants to work all the time. Right, yeah, you know, Grandpa's drag. No, no, she's not like anyone else in this family. <laughs> tell you what, she's the only one working. <laughs> well, hey, I'll tell you what. Right now, that's hard to find in a teenager. So you oh, got a good uh, one. Yeah. But you know, the funny thing is, she don't spend a dime either. No, frugal. But right, I know. So, but she's a good kid. They take. She's done school. They got their tests out of the way. Next year, she's going to be a senior. So, you know, you just hope you try and raise them right and get them through high school, you know, and then they, uh, yeah. And then, you know, you probably hope, you know, instill upon them good things and they, after high school, they turn out. Yep. You, you, you know? do what you can to teach them right and wrong and raise them right. And once they're adults, it's, it's kind of up and, to them there. Then, you know, you did your job. The one thing we instill upon her and hold her tight to the moral that we don't want her to grow up to be like Uncle Frankie. <laughs> Use him kind of as the example. That, you know, look, you don't want to grow up like <coughs> this guy, you know. Oh, my. And, uh, it seems to scare her. It seems to scare her straight, man. It really scares her. She's like, oh, my God, no, I don't want to be like him. Nah. She yeah. says, you know what she says? You know what she tells us? She goes, his headphones are awesome, but he ugly. <laughs> and I know what's going to happen. If he's not on the line already, he's going to hang up this phone. I'm going to hang up this phone, and he's going to come out here and try and trash me. Well, you never know. Oh. Alright, I'm going to let you guys finish the show, but Chuck, you the man, buddy. Josh, you're awesome. Oh, you take care, and yes, we love the Aquatex, too. Yep, and our friends over at DA are awesome. Don't forget, he ugly. He, <laughs> he real ugly. All right, bye. Good night, guys. Bye. <laughs> well, there there was a nice update from Steve and a little bit of a heads up on Blackthorn. I know he's he's been there for a few years. Never even now. heard of it. <clears throat> oh yeah, he's he's done that for a few years, and he always seems to get a kick out of it. And I'll tell you what, I don't know who that. Uh, gentleman was that uh found that uh 10 over 9 largely but uh that's one that's to be nice proud day. of yeah that that's a nice find yes it just yes. goes to show you you never know where that stuff's going to turn up nope nope i mean that, it's that's always up every swing could produce something like that you just yep. hope yeah that's that's why so when you find it. something like that you don't go oh i'll never find something like that again yep because no. you just never know nope you no. just never know that's the greatness of the hobby it's oh the yeah hunt. yep the thrill of the hunt Yep. Each each My plug is just like Christmas. Hunt is bargain hunting. Ah. Yeah. 
Are there any stores nearby? Maybe. <laughs> right. And she's going, oh, look, this one, they're having a sale. Uh, you yeah. go hunt. I've got some things to do. Yeah. And yep. then you're going, oh, i got to keep a tight grip on the checkbook. Anytime we go into, is there a Hobby Lobby here? Right. What yeah. storefronts do they have? Yep. Yep, yep. So, yep. that's her fun. Right. And making something out of what she just bought. Yeah, she does seem to be pretty crafty, that's for sure. Uh, uh, bring beach glass home and all kinds of stuff. I oh, I bet she loves that. Yeah, she uses that. And she thinks Barb makes pretty good stuff. Nice. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. We have a couple of Barb's creations here. She does a good job, and she's advanced, moving right. forward. She's making some good stuff, and some of the other gals are, too. Right. But That's my true. wife makes things, and she will never part with them. <laughs> yeah. They don't have wall space left. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, I believe last Christmas, the uh, Christmas card we received looked like it had been, uh, if it wasn't homemade, it was decorated was. a bit before it went out. It and was. That was she makes, sharp. Makes her own cards. and Yeah, that was sharp. She did a very yes, nice it job was. on it. Yes, it very was. Very nice. Because you could tell if, if that hadn't been crafted... It had been purchased and altered with some decorations, at the very oh, least. Some start to finish. Wow. Yeah, she weaves baskets. She she doesn't do the standard, just, you know, one-inch-wide basket. She She's graduated to these Nantucket styles, which are really a tight weave and a lot of work, and she's real good at it. In all sizes, she's got the that, for it. That sounds yeah. like that would be quite tedious. It is. It is. A lot more patience than I have. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I was just thinking, man, that's got to take quite a level of patience to to be able to fabricate something like that. Yes, it does. So those gals and guys that do that, they... Work hard. That's a lot of layout and work, and she puts different variegated patterns in them and all that kind of stuff. That she gets one row off, and oh my god! I think I'm better off just sticking with my paracord. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh. But you've got uh, simplexes and uh, legends. They're, they're in... inbound. The simplexes aren't here yet. Oh, okay. They haven't shown up at the door. They were supposedly shipping, but I haven't seen them yet. Ah. Everything so else is here. So they're on the way. You're just waiting for them to arrive. Yeah, I'm waiting for the... I've got several guys wanting that SP24 coil. That's a popular legend. coil. Yes. 
There's yeah. a lot of people wanting that. That's a popular coil. That's a tough one to get your hands on. It is. Waiting on those. i got several of those supposed to be inbound shortly. So, we'll see. Right. I mean, things what have been... The door is gone. Things have been so dry lately that a lot of people haven't even been able to get out and hunt. But once we do get some moisture in the ground, uh, you can almost assuredly guarantee they're going to be calling, Chuck, do you have a digger? Chuck, do you have a yep. pinpointer? So Chuck, I need busy. a pouch. Yes, it's been busy, but it's slowed up, and a lot of it's due to just what you said. Due to the weather conditions. Yeah, the ground conditions. It's too dry to dry. Yeah. Uh, I'm going down into Missouri this coming weekend. And uh, I talk with Jill's cousin down there, and he detects. He runs an Equinox. And I said, what do you, what's the report? And he said, one inch to two inch wide cracks in the soil. It's so hard you can't push a shovel in. Oh, my. Yeah. That's, we got to get some rain. So I was going to walk a riverbank and see if I can find some bottle dumps. Hey, there you go. Yeah, think outside of the box a little bit, kind of like Deej with uh, sifting. <laughs> yep, as long as I don't find copperheads, I'm all right. Right, yeah. Leave the Chinese sticks alone. Yep. It's usually yep, better yep. that way. Unless, of course, you want to try and walk on water. My wife did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, she'll tell you, leave them pretty sticks alone. Yep. <laughs> nice copper color to it. She thought it was a rock, and then when she touched it, it moved. And then yeah. it moved more, and she took off. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> I go across that creek I was dredging in down south, and she, I don't think she sank at all. Right, going, I don't think you sank at all. You just, you know, no. right across the top of the water, just skimmed right over. The road runner had nothing on her. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's amazing what a person can do when they have the right motivation behind them. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, anyway, that's about it for me tonight. Been a couple long days getting things all caught up. Done. Mm. For a year. Right, yeah, I keep thinking, man, you know, one of these days, I'm going to have some time to do something other than everything else. It doesn't happen. Yeah, that's the way it's starting to look. But what do you do? Of course, yeah. I know what I can do tonight. I, we've got three prices we can give out if somebody wants to we try to find a joker. Do. That's right, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Nobody's called in and said, hey, do you remember the prices? Right, nobody even mentioned it in the chat either, even though it's in the title. Yeah, I saw that. And I think, uh, you know, everybody's here now that, uh, you know, if there were any instructions, but I think I'm just going to open it up to everybody. It doesn't matter if they called in one there you go. Sunday. It doesn't matter if they called and won last Wednesday. They can call, they can try to find a joker, and we'll see what happens. If the lines lock up again, we'll just randomly draw a couple of people out of the chat. There you go. That way we can try to get these prizes handed out to people. Uh, well, I'll hang in for the prizes. Ah. Somebody's got a plan. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, somebody may call and try to try to win themselves a little goody. Yeah. I mean, Are we shipping to Alaska? Uh, I don't know if we're shipping to Alaska or not. I don't have control over the shipping on these. Oh, that's right. So. Going out direct from Mike, aren't they? Yeah. And let's see here. We've got somebody on with us, I think. Hello? Hello. Go ahead and call us. Oh, okay. How's it going, Dennis? It's going great. Good, well, Dennis. Very cool. Well, uh, the way this works is you pick a number, one, two, or three. And if the Joker's there, you win the prize. All right. Number three. Number three. Well, number three is the Joker. You just won yourself a coin sampler pack from Mike Laquamet. PM myself or Mike your shipping information and the price that you won, and Mike will get that out in the mail to you. All right, sounds great. Hey, did you go to the memorial hunt, Dennis? Pardon? I didn't. Did you go to that memorial hunt? No, I was on my way back from Minnesota that day. Oh, the fishing trip. Yeah. Oh well, hopefully Uh, the fishing was good. Yeah, the fishing was pretty good. Yeah, we caught a lot of bass, a lot of nice small walleye. You know, some good eaters. We had a good time. Eaters. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound too bad. Sounds like you'll be sitting all right for a little bit. Uh, we didn't bring any home. Uh, the the limit is only four on that lake. It's a special uh, regular lake, so you can only have four in possession. So we don't usually bring them home. Ah, uh, I see. Go back out. That was good. So it was, it was just catch and release, thrill of the chase. Oh yeah, yeah. That's 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 what we do <laughs> mostly. Keep a few to eat and just catch the heck out of them and throw them back for somebody else and let them get bigger for next year. Right? Yeah. That way you've got more fun next year. Who knows? Maybe even a bigger fight. They get bigger. They put up more of a fight. It's a funner catch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was you up in Canada or northern Minnesota? Northern Minnesota, Lake Vermilion. Well, I know where Vermilion's at. Yes, sir. Ah. Yep, yep. It's a good lake. Yep, always has been. Yeah, Very exactly. Cool. And it sounds, like, it sounds like there's plenty to catch there. Oh, yeah. If you, if you like smallmouth fishing, yeah, <laughs> you'll get all you want and then some. Yep, that's good. Wow. Uh, my favorite up there is Lake of the Woods. Can't yeah, that's the another. Lake. I'll bet Frank knows those two lakes, too. Yes, he does. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <clears throat> I know he, he seems to like to do his fair share of fishing as well. Did you have pretty calm <laughs> water? Yeah, it was pretty nice all week. We had a little bit of a breeze a couple days, but nothing that we couldn't fish in. Um, yeah, Vermillion can get 
rough pretty quick. Oh, were, very quick, yeah. Were you from the shore or on the boat? In a boat. In a boat. Nice. Yeah, well, there's yeah, there's just so much water on that lake. <laughs> so much shoreline, so many islands. It's, mm-hmm. uh, I've been going there, I think, almost 14 years now, and I barely know, like, How? maybe 20% of the lake. How big is this lake? Big. It's 22 miles long. Wow. Uh, five miles wide at its widest part. There's, I forget wow. how many hundreds of islands there are. So that sounds very similar to uh, to our lake in a sense. I mean, I can't remember how many miles of shoreline we've got, but it's it covers something like almost 14,000 acres. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of water. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a big mud puddle, but you got to respect <laughs> it. Mother Nature oh, yeah. will definitely show you otherwise. Oh, yeah. We, we've been caught out a couple times where you're fishing, like, the shoreline and the storm's rolling in from over the trees next to you. You don't see it till it's on you, and it gets really rough out there. Right. Yeah, you right gotta now. be careful with that. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Looks like uh yeah. Barb's trying to contact us as well, but she's calling in from something that I can't add. I don't know what oh. she's up to. All right. I'll hmm. hop off and let somebody else come in then. Well, hey, congratulations on your win on your coin sampler from Mike and Metal Detecting Central Illinois, and sounds like you had a good fishing trip. Keep it up. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Thanks. All right. We'll talk to you later. Yep, we'll see you. Bye. Bye. Well, you got a winner on the first one, and Barb's trying to call in an unknown entity. Yeah, it looks like she's trying to call in from Skype on a, uh, I don't know what she's up to. Because whatever she's doing, if I answer it, it, it's going to drop everybody else. Oh, no. Yeah. Not, Not doing that. Not doing that. But at least uh, Dennis got in. He did win the coin sampler from Mike Lacomet in Metal Detecting Central Illinois. And as long as he PMs me or Mike his shipping information and what he won, Mike will get that out in the mail. I'm pretty sure Mike's already got his shipping information, though. Mike seems to keep quite the uh, Rolodex of addresses around. Definitely. So I think what we're going to do, because that's that's still coming across my screen for some reason. I don't know why. Hmm. <laughs> Mike says no one knows what Barb's doing. <laughs> and he does have Dennis's address. Very, very cool. Very cool. So Dennis is covered. That is awesome. He gets the coin sampler. 
So I guess uh, since Barb seems to have our line tied up somehow, I'm not sure what she did or if she even knows what she did or if it's something on my end, I think we'll just uh, let everybody throw a comment out in the chat. Huh. That's funny. Dennis says her broom's out of bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. That is good. So I guess what we're going to do is we're just going to randomly pick two people out of the chat. Go for it. And it looks like maybe... Hmm. Looks like maybe, uh, yeah, Barb says something about she hung up. Dang it. <laughs> and Celeste can't get through, so yeah, we're just going to let him throw comments out in the chat, and we'll randomly select somebody. Uh, let's see here, who we got? Um... Uh, Looks like David or Dave Cruikshank. That's a name that I've seen a couple of times. I don't believe he's ever won on the show before. Cool. So let's go ahead and see if Dave Cruikshank has a, uh, if he's won from Mike before or not. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So, Dave Cruikshank, uh, PM me, Josh Kimmel, or Mike Lockwamet, and let him know that you just won a Mercury Dime. How's that? We'll give the uh, Mercury Dime to uh, Dave. So, congrats to Dave Cruikshank on his Mercury Dime. And then, uh, let's see here. Looking, looking, looking. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Uh, huh. Dave Cruikshank says, oh, thank you. I've never won anything. <laughs> well, congratulations to Dave, then. That is cool. That is definitely cool. Yes, sir. Way to go, Dave. And then I saw another name, maybe new person. No, I don't think they're a new person. I think they've been in here before. Uh, let's go ahead and grab Amy Maxwell. Amy Maxwell, congratulations. You are a winner. Uh, you win the DA coin pack. Cool. Uh, so, PM... I'll bet that'd be a good one. Yeah, I'm I sure. I too, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh... <laughs> Dave says, thanks, I'm a Ford guy, but I'll take a Mercury. 
<laughs> funny, funny, funny. And Amy Maxwell says, thank you. So she knows she is a winner. PM myself, Josh Kimmel, or DA Frank Lopergolo with your shipping address and the price that you won. Amy Maxwell, you win the DA coin pack. And that's how we will give out the prizes tonight. That's That takes care of everything. That works out very well. So, I think we've got uh, all the prices handed out. We've done well. Yeah. So, I think that covers everything, unless you've got anything to add, Chuck. No, sir, I don't. Everybody have a safe week out there. And uh, if you can, get out and do some digging, other than the garden oh, right. or the yard. Right. Have a little fun. Find something cool. Thanks for having me on. Have a uh, great week, everybody. Thanks for joining thanks, in. Josh. We'll see you. Okay, so for everyone else, obviously, congratulations once again to, uh, <laughs> that's funny, Barb, it'll take a year to get it, uh, so yes, Amy Maxwell, uh, PMDA Frank Lopergolo on Facebook Messenger, with your shipping information and the price that you won, which was the DA coin pack. Or you can PM me on Messenger, Josh Kimmel, and we will get that information over to Frank because he is in possession of the DA coin pack. Uh, Dave Crookshank, <clears throat> PM Mike Lockmet, or myself, your shipping information, hopefully it's a U.S. address. I'm not sure uh, where these folks are tuning in from. And the prize you won, which was the Mercury Dime. And Mike will get that out in the mail to you. Congratulations to you. And congratulations to Dennis. He was our first winner with the Coin Sampler Pack, courtesy of Mike Lockwood in Metal Detecting Central Illinois. And Mike already has Dennis's shipping information, so he will take care of that. For everyone else, we appreciate everyone for dropping in, even though there wasn't a link. We did get some detecting talk in. Watch Steve's... Uh, keep an eye on Steve this coming weekend if he's doing Blackthorn, because you can most assuredly guarantee he will be doing some go-lives. He will be doing some go-lives. And it's uh, it's nice. It's, yeah. Um, looks like Mike says it's time to come up with some prizes unique to be on sight and sound. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, I guess Shannon does make a good point. Uh, this... I believe it is this coming weekend. I know it makes me sound terrible, but my my days are getting. I'm lucky to know what month it is right now. I I'm not even sure the date, the day of the week, or anything. But Father's Day weekend is this weekend, so 
to all the dads out there, have a, a wonderful and safe weekend and a happy Father's Day. As Shannon said in the chat, I just uh, reiterated for everyone else, you know, keep an eye on Steve's timeline. Uh, Ohio Relic Hunter, I'm sure he's going to be smoking something this weekend. He's loving it. And, oh my God, the food just looks phenomenal. Oh, good eating, good eating. But we do appreciate everyone for tuning in. If you're getting some soaking rain, hopefully you get that moisture in the ground to where you can get out and start digging. You can get out and try to find some things. Until the next one, hopefully we can get out and try to find some things. I don't know. Uh, right now I'm trying to find a way to keep bunnies out of the garden. <laughs> we'll see you on the next one.